What is going on? What's going on, everyone? Hello, Internet. What's happening? Internet is back again. The Internet is interneting. The Internet is worldwide webbing. Glad to be back. Glad to be back on... Which is our final episode of the year, man. How about that? Final episode oh, of 2023, man. It's crazy it's to say. We've had Can some... Believe it, folks? We've had some long, it? like, continuous stretches of shows this year. Like, we did, like, like, 20 weeks in a row or something like that earlier. So, I mean, 23 was very productive for the old uh, Carbonite Bounty BS crew over here. Right. Can man. any other podcast group say that? Probably 20 weeks in a row, you know. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a pretty strong run, but uh, yeah, you know, it'll be you know, 2024. Obviously, a lot of stuff coming out as well. I think, I mean, unlike this year, from what it looks like, it's going to be a like a busy late spring in the fall for us. I mean, it looks like you know, this first quarter is going to be slow, but. Man, the stuff that because they have to get a lot in that they're going to jam into this second, third, fourth quarter. Man, we're going to be busy, so that's always good. Hey, always never business to be busy talking about some content, you know. Now, whether your mileage thinks it's good or not, you know, that's why you got us to talk about it. And it's good to be busy because idle hands are the devil's (laughs) plaything. Yep. But before we dive into this week's episode, which is going to be our review of uh, episodes five through eight on Star Wars Resistance season one, let's let our guy DP do some housekeeping and pay some bills for us. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Go to your favorite website and check out all your uh, all our social media hooks on there at Nerdcyclopedia. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok. If you are listening to a podcast on your phone or in your uh, in your car, we are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we're there. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you as well. Um, check us out at Carbonite Bounty BS the Star Wars group where you get all your favorite, um, you know, stuff talking about Star Wars and everything. We're basically commenting on there. Um, and make sure that you also share it too. share it with all your friends and stuff. So we definitely would appreciate that. Um, leave us an email too. drop us a line at um, nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. We love getting your, you know, your response to our stuff um, and giving you some feedback as well. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And as we talked before we came on air, I mean, I'll let, uh, you know, we'll go opposite. We'll let Hitch lead this one Ooh. as far as his, his initial review. So we'll start with Hitch just so we can see what he thought about, about these set batch episodes. All right. Before I start talking, I want to say that I don't hate this this series, but I don't know that I'm the right target audience for this series because I have a lot of questions that this series doesn't really want to answer. It wants me to know the answer to these questions. Like, why is the First Order happening? And why isn't the New Republic care? Like, those are two questions I have, and I don't think this series wants me to have those <laughs> questions, right? Because uh, it would make sense. If there was a rebellion against the government, the government should should try to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like one of the like the couple basic things a government does, right, is stop rebellions against it. Uh, I, I enjoyed this group of episodes. It's interesting how they're, they're trying to institute and, and introduce like a hierarchy in the pilots all of a sudden. And 
ace an ace pilot, which I, I've adopted as my moniker for this week. Uh, it means it actually means something. And an ace is a, a pilot with five air-to-air kills. Um, so shot down five, at least five enemy aircraft. It's a pretty. It's like I think one percent of of pilots get there. So it's a pretty rare rare thing to do. But in this case, it seems like that's the name of a group of pilots, or it's the pilots under under the thumb of um, uh, you know of the station manager and stuff. So it's it, that that whole situation is really interesting to me. Um, this whole Kaz making a terrible decision to let a pirate into the base thing, <laughs> I thought was pretty was a pretty interesting plot element how they're all telling him we're going to put all of this stuff on you um you know it's all on you it's your for your fault if something goes wrong and obviously some stuff goes wrong uh and this you know this guy in the same episode where he has like no money to buy water right it's so crazy because he's in an he's in an x-wing in like the same episode so it'd be like if you saw some homeless guy like try to get five bucks off you downtown and then they got in an f-16 you'd be you like wait it. a second here and then he got into like a BMW, like that one <laughs> yeah. into an Escalade or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was that? I'm gonna get you sucker or something like that. What, what, what <laughs> one of the movies that you know he played a homeless guy and everything? All of a sudden, he took off his stuff, got into like Mercedes Benz and everything, you know. <laughs> so, you mean like the you know, so you're talking about like the guy who plays a banjo outside of Target, right? Yeah, right. That's typically, yeah, right. You're not broke, bro. Come on, man. Stop it. You're playing a <laughs> yeah. he's playing a whole guitar, like a guitar is not cheap. So, the fact that you're playing a guitar. Bro, do me a favor. And that whole setup is probably if you want if you want to know the price of setup, if he's got an amp, it's probably like 400 bucks. But uh that's <laughs> if it's basic and he's got his own power source, sort of. Uh yeah, right. so you know it's kind of weird because like how do you if you're if you're that broke, like well, you know, and, and the other thing is is how good of a pilot is this guy? And he's a fighter pilot, not like some sort of drag racer. So this whole this whole weird obsession they have with racing that's that seems very much like American graffiti esque and sort of a piece of Lucas Lucasiana, you know what I mean? Uh, is it, interesting, but to me it's like you know why aren't you just like shooting these pirates? Like you should be the ringer pilot for these guys, and you should be way better because you went to the academy and you were part of the New Republic's like fighter pilot crew, right? So you should be really good in this backwater, and this guy doesn't have it. Doesn't have it, right? So he doesn't have it as a spy. He doesn't have it as a, um, as a pilot. And the other thing is they definitely have, have gone to some length to make Kaz seem much more clumsy in these next set of episodes where he's much less like, I have much less question about whether or not he's force sensitive now <laughs> after watching these, the answer I think is a pretty firm. No, especially when he jumped in that, uh, the cockpit of the X-wing, right. Landed on his ass kind of in the middle I uh, should have probably broke. Yeah, well, he should probably should have broke his legs anyway. I could hear my grand. I could hear my grandpap in the back of my head be like, "Man, he's gonna break his legs." You know what I mean? He used to yell at us when we'd uh, be reckless. So it's a, it's a good group of episodes, but I, I wish there was you know maybe something more clear on the stakes, maybe something more clear on the context. I'd like to see. I'd like for them to do a zoom out episode where maybe they give us an idea of what else is going on in the galaxy, just because I have those questions. Um. But yeah, that, that's what I thought about this batch. I'll go next. I just volunteer, so sorry, T Mitch. I, I I'll be oh, a lot man, more I'm nice. I, I'll be a lot I'm more cool. nice than what you you said, Hitch. Cass is an idiot. Come on now. Cass <laughs> is an idiot. So I I mean you 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 were being real nice, touchy, you know, going around it and everything. Cass is just an idiot, you know. 
Um, so <laughs> you say that they're doing the work to make him seem a little bit more clumsy and stuff. I mean, this guy, I, I if you had any indication of that, if he was like force sensitive, you know, he couldn't even jump over those things like, you know, with a, 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 a straight thing with like those different um, levels and stuff when he was like on the side of the, the side of the building and everything. Kaz, I, I don't think this guy really has, you know, <laughs> to make him like the centerpiece and everything, I guess is good for like, a um, you know, if you want to call this a cartoon and everything, you know, it, it is what it is more or less aimed at like, you know, younger ones. But this guy, I swear, he's 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 one of a kind, you know, and he's in charge of, um, you know, being the spy of all things, you know, <laughs> So um it's like he's running up to the first order and being like I think literally at one point didn't that didn't didn't like his buddy run up to the first order and say like hey why are you here first order or something like like <laughs> liminally like yeah like like that alien that's around him all the time what are you doing what are you doing I feel like the um, first order shows up now and they're like there's that that spy Kaz yeah man just totally ignore him and everything let's go and do what we need to do um, but yeah, I totally agree with you. It's much more interesting when they do touch on things that the first order is trying to do, you know, but they touch on it so sparingly at this point, you know, um, that, you know, we're hungering for a little bit more first order stuff than like what the resistance is doing, you know, to hear the, hear the mention of Kylo Ren is like, oh man, okay. They're getting us a little Easter egg right now, you know, a little tease, you know, we're going to see Kylo Ren. So, you know, if they, 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 they pull the gun out, you know. But it's probably going to take them 15 episodes till we actually see Kylo Ren. <laughs> it probably won't be Adam Driver playing them and everything, but you know, at least we might get something. Um, but I, I wasn't I wasn't too off with these episodes, besides like you know, um, Kaz, you know, sense of, of clumsiness, idiocy, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm liking Tam and like her her like you know, uh, repartee with you know. Um, getting, you know, Kaz in line and stuff on a different, you know, on some different aspects. Um, Sonora, I see some things going on with her. You know, she's, she's, she has a little bit more, you know, nuance, especially when she, she sees that, you know, that Tam is um, good hearted and, you know, mm -hmm. tried to go save her and everything. Um, and she was realizing, okay, well, you came back to like, you know, to save me and everything. So, um, I'm kind of see interested to see where that's going. We we see that she's a bad guy, but you know, with, with some of these animated shows, you see the tropey stuff, you see the same old like you know, things happening over and over. Um, you know, the bad guy is being one way. Um, who was Wolverine again in the um in the in the Clone Wars? Or no, I'm sorry, not Clone Wars, um Rebels, Wolverine guy. What was his name? Um Zeb. Zeb? Yeah, no, no, not Zeb. The um the guy that I kept calling Logan, you know, um, that was a bad guy at first and then switched over to the rebels. Oh, you know, oh. Uh, agent. um shit. I, the blonde hair guy, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I know what you mean by the beard. He had like the little the beard set up a little like yeah, yeah, like a like a little Wolverine shack. Um, the game anyway, with his it was a uh, well, yeah. But I see this thing happening with her. You know, she's mm. a bad guy at first. Fulcrum. And Fulcrum. Was his name Fulcrum? Yeah, that was his. That was his name. He was the. He was the balance okay. between the two. I don't know what his actual, but that's what he was referred to. Okay. Initially, okay. Fulcrum. 
But yeah, that's what Sonora is like, sort of like, you know, to me. So I guess we'll see in a few in future episodes how she sort of like, you know, comes over maybe to the resistance or whatever. You know, um, I, I like her character. Um, it's something about her that I'm liking. So I'm interested to see where that where that goes. Um, this is this is, you know, it's 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 starting off kind of slow. Um, and we got like a 21 episode season. So I'm sure Filoni is stretching things out just to um but it's not as irritating as uh what we got with the um bad batch third uh, was it third second season <laughs> sure. tell me about so, it um so i guess we'll we'll see how it goes but i'm 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 i'm, I'm digging like these 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 last batch episodes mm-hmm. uh we'll go to you ken so i gotta i gotta first defend kaz <laughs> so if you're gonna find a spy what's the best cover for a spy someone that isn't noticeable and what and he's basically perfect he basically is not the kind of character that i think our first order comrades would look at he's very unassuming uh he does present himself as a fool but I'll tell you what, he's got heart and he has intuition. And I think he knows, he knows more than he acts like he knows. And I think that's what Poe saw because Poe isn't an, is not a moron. Poe Dameron is one of the best of the best of the best in the resistance. And if he sees something in a, in a person, I'll just leave that on the table. My favorite characters right now are the pirates. Uh, if you had an opportunity to pause the, the TV on any of the scenes where the pirates were, did you catch the detail in their uniforms? The one had almost half of his armor was Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, there was another one that had uh, almost all like Imperial Stormtrooper. I'm not talking First Order bullshit. I'm talking Imperial Stormtrooper armor. I think there's an attention to detail that sort of shows that the the people behind the series are really trying to 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 draw things together to really tie up those strings so we get a academic connection between our world and the force awakens i think that's what this is filling in and i think when this is done i think we all need to go back and watch force awakens because i think we're going to get a better background of our characters we got a quick mention of kylo ren in the uh the episode with the uh the tar the teller uh kids uh ren destroyed their planet, destroyed their family. So we got an idea that Kylo Ren's kind of a badass in the First Order, um, but not a lot of backstory, like Ace Pilot Hitch said. Like, he wants to know more of how this is happening. Well, we can see how it's happening. We can see what the First Order is doing. They're manipulating Doza, right? They're manipulating Captain Doza to get some handshake uh, agreement that we're going to help protect. We're going to give you fuel. We're going to keep your base, you know, protected against these pirates. But 
the First Order has the pirates in their back pocket also. So the First Order, again, like Palpatine, are pulling the strings to both sides. They're not picking a side right now. They're saying, we want to see who the, we want to see who, who comes out better in the end. Um, I really like these, the, this little set of episodes because it really showed a lot more of our story and our characters and what they're doing. And Sahara is a perfect example of where someone can be turned with a gesture of kindness. Tam came back for her to rescue her. And she was like, oh, you came back for me, even though I'm kind of like hosing you. And mm -hmm. so I think we're going to see a change. We're going to see the battle change. We're going to see the the, the the lines of the battle change a little bit, too, in the next the next, the, you know, the end of our season here. I think we're going to get a new friend for our budding resistance, um, you know, members. And I, give Kaz a break, God damn it! I mean, how many times can you watch Luke and say, what an idiot? Why would you do that? His head is in the stars. He can't, he can't think past his Tatooine homestead. He's just... He's an idiot. He did some dumb shit. He got he got overtaken by sand sand people. I mean, that's like the dumbest thing you could do on Tatooine. You know these people are out there. Why would you blindly walk into where you're going to get subjugated by them? I mean, Luke did some dumb shit too, and even as a Jedi Knight did some dumb shit. So, let's not be too hard on Kaz right now. Let's wait and see how he develops. I'm just politician. saying. A politician has returned. <laughs> um, Take it away, teammate. I mean, to wrap things up real quick, like, I'm going to be honest. You guys are very, very, very um, kind on these four episodes. I mean, this, I'm going to be, this shit just didn't hit me this week. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the hangover from watching Rebel Moon. Um, maybe it's being overcritical um, of Aquaman. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is just, this is moving a little. I mean, the content's cool. Don't get me wrong. But it's just not moving quick enough for me. I mean, and a weird part is these episodes are, like, fairly decently long for what it is. I was actually surprised, I mean, how much they get into each episode. I mean, and then when we look at other content, like it makes a difference. Like, how do you keep this consistently, you know, maybe like 25 to 28 minutes, but then other shows are like so kind of up and down like a heartbeat. But I mean, the coolest thing I figured out what I liked about this whole set was like the fact that um, we had a cool uh, gang, you know, what was that, the, like the Guavian or whatever, the Guavian Death Gang? Like, what kind of like badass name is that? Like, Star Wars has some classic names for like, I don't know who does this or how they come up with these, but like some of these like click names and shit, you know? I mean, do, do, real quick, do we ever get a name of like the Power Ranger crew, like who they were? Do they have a name? Oh. I don't know. You mean from, sure from Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Were, they were they were like, what were they called? They were like synthetic. synthetic. They had augmentations. 
Yeah, yeah. they had uh, oh, they had robotic yeah. pieces They're added like to them. So. Oh, the Cybermen. No, that's Doctor yeah. Who. That's not. But that's I'm sure that like I'm sure Filoni's yeah. come up with some crazy ass like name. But like I love the names of like these clicks they have. Like I mean, obviously we know about the Pikes and stuff. Which you know, it, during this time frame, I wish we would see a little bit more of that because this is when, as we talked about, with the rise of the First Order, there's a lot of like weird things happening. Right, the Huts are kind of out of power. Um, the Pikes with the Mandalorian seem to be like, it, there's, there's like a lot of subplots. And we wonder like, at this point, the emperor is still whatever in a back to tank getting put together. But like, how, we talked about it. How are we funding these, these, this, this big spend of the first order? Where are all this? I just, I, what I wanted to see in this, and I'm not seeing it yet because this is more of like a rogue squadron type show is like, like Hitch is saying, I need to see more like, like a prequel of the first order. Like, how did they get going? How, who's funding them? How are they building these credits up? Like, those are stories and things I wish I could see a little bit more of. Because I think that's cool to know, like, you know, we, we kind of see that they, they keep doing this illegal race shit, right? They keep racing, right? They keep, like, going to, like, MGM Casino, essentially. And, like, so as we know, that's probably, like, running the money for the first order through there. So, it's nice that like, you can kind of tie a little bit together, but I just wish in this show, it's early, right? So I don't really know, but I mean, I just like to see a little bit more because we're already introducing Kylo Ren. So it seems like we skipped the fact that like, how did this shit stop literally after the Battle of Yavin? Like what, you know what I mean? Like who decided to pick the baton up and like, oh man, why are like two trillion credits to here? And that's like, let's rebuild again. Like I just, I would like to see more of that kind of like, you know, 6.5 you know, movie type deal. But no, it was Stace and it's just, you know, like maybe DP said, this as yet isn't my cup of tea as far as the show. There needs to be yeah. more world building, which feels right. like a weird thing to say in a, in a, in a show that is in a world that's very well defined and built. But there need, but like these characters, they, they exist free of context still. You know, yeah. we're learning who they are, but we're not learning why that matters. Uh, right. So I, right. I want to see right. more I want to see more of that. I want to see more of like, like why does the first order give a crap about this stupid thing? Right. Are these races like really popular and everybody in the whole galaxy knows about them. And so this is like a really famous place. Is it just gambling and money laundering, which, you know, organized criminals are doing uh, in all fiction, you know, everywhere. That's just an organized crime thing, right? Is it's run the gambling and then run the loans on the gambling. Um, you know, the First Order is, it's interesting because it comes from the part of Palpatine's power that couldn't be dissipated, which is the cultural power and that control that he grasped of organized crime, which is something he did very purposefully. And it shows that even though the New Republic beat Palpatine officially and overthrew the government piece, they didn't overthrow the, the organized crime piece. They didn't do anything about that. And so that corruption stayed. And not only that, but like Palpatine, the First Order has like a list of all the corruptible people because they know who is already working with organized crime everywhere because they already have a monopoly on it. So they know this place is uniquely suited to their purposes because they know that the, the guy that runs it is already paying all the customs inspectors to look the other way and paying, you know, and hiding the money that comes through and allowing illegal gambling and not letting the New Republic really get its fingers into the pies out there, right? So that creates vacuum and the first order can operate in it. And it's interesting because it makes all that Darth Maul subplotting from the clone wars make like makes it much more important because if they hadn't purged the pikes 
and the huts and those other factions out of the organized crime, they wouldn't have the sort of stranglehold they do um, over it now. I think they like this uh, particular uh, base because it is isolated. And it is so far off the beaten path that no one's really noticing it. I think it's uh, a place where they can, <clears throat> if they get in, because right now they're not really in. Although I think at the end, uh, Captain Doza said, okay, I'll make a deal with you mm. that you give me the fuel and um, I'll, I'll give you rights to use this as, a, as a, maybe a jumping point. You know, maybe let your let your soldiers come in here and relax. I'll give them access to the Aces Tower. I'll give them access to uh, rest and relaxation. You know, what do they call that? The um, fucking uh, uh, in the airport. That's like you're like the Southwest, like the, that's black the VIP car. lounge. That's yeah, the Admiral's right. Lounge. Yeah. That's what it is named. Yeah, the Admiral's Lounge. Yep, that's what we're or, talking about. Or you there. could call it the Emperor's Lounge. Right? <laughs> just a yeah. big statue of Palpatine yeah. out front, and and you can you can relax here and and refuel your ships, and you know nobody's gonna know because no one's looking at this place. And yes, it's this illegal racing, um, you know, uh, base situation. A uh, lot of like you said, a lot of money laundering going through here. So it's a it's a good place that a evil government could set up a pretty nice uh pretty pretty nice business to fund you this our killer base when we were watching this kind of stuff right and we talk about like kind of like the like trying to world build a really character build like there were so many points in this episode and i don't know who was you guys like in the series I felt like this should have been like the introduction of kind of like the new Boba, right? Or this like rejuvenated. Because like this is kind of like the scoundrel shit that he would be like, like, you know, you know, bounty hunt. Like I just feel like a cameo would have been cool, right? Just to kind of mm. see him in the background for like some like like you said, some like hut leader or something. Or I, I just, you know, when we talk about this, because this is like already a, had Captain Phasma. That's yeah, a hell that's, of a cameo right it there. Is. And That's another kind one. of Captain Phasma E character that was interesting, like a goldish fat, I think Pyre. Yeah. Captain like Pryor. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And so I it's like good that. to see that there's more than one. And like they have different jobs. Like this is it's like that's literally a rank thing, is yeah. when they gold plate you like R2D2 or you know yeah. what I mean? Like a sticker on Silverhawks or something like that. And then who is What's the red? Mmm, the red one's badass. Uh yeah. Reddig. Reddig, what the hell's his name? I thought yeah, he's he's smarmy. Sounds like a hux. Out for him. Yeah. It sounds like he's gonna be a hux when he takes off the hel the helmet. That's what it sounds like. Think? Maybe uh, I, I hope not. I hope it's not <laughs> And then these two kids, like what what is their family lineage again? I think they touched they touched on that briefly. Um so I think the deal with them is that they're from a planet nobody's heard of, and they're the only two survivors. Right. Mm -hmm. And the first order wanted to just squash them. They'd they rather there be less than two. Out. Right. <laughs> two is that's too high a number. They were high a number. <laughs> just like Palpatine with the Jedi. Two two survive, that's too many. You gotta get that's get rid two of too many. But you don't want to leave stragglers if you do an atrocity, you know, wipe the planet out. You just that's that's sloppiness. 
It's how you get in trouble. And it's how ultimately the resistance wins a political fight yep. in the Galactic Senate to unmothball the New Republic army. And then you're fighting an army that's much, much bigger than yours somehow. You, you got to get rid of the evidence completely. I mean, if that means you destroy two small children, oh, man. so be it. Well, you know what Stalin said, right? Stalin said, one death is a tragedy. A million deaths are a statistic. Ooh. I'll bet that can be said by many, many a fascist, couldn't it? Sure. I mean, a lot of people will <laughs> tell you the ends will justify the means, right? I'm gonna put the, I think you could put that quote into Palpatine's mouth. And I definitely think that if we were to, you know, choose a historical comp for Palpatine, I think Stalin's a probably pretty good one because Palpatine was very, very effective. And did rule through bureaucracy, right? In fact, the word bureaucracy is like one of the first hundred words in the first Star Wars movie, which is hilarious, right? It really is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that there's definitely something to that comparison. And I would it would make sense for George Lucas if, he, if he's writing this stuff in the 70s and 80s to think about Stalin as being, you know, the dictator who had ruthless control, beat all his enemies, including Hitler, by the way, and then died of a natural cause. I mean, that's about as good as it gets for a dictator. You have you have iron fist of control for 30 years, and then you don't get shot. I mean, that's kind of went out on his own terms, right? Well, he had like a... Actually, The Death of Stalin is a really great movie that, that people should catch because it's really funny, but he died of like a... Uh, he had like a blockage in his like kidney, and then he, he died. He had like a stroke. I thought it was a bee sting. Uh, I think that was Macaulay Culkin and my girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Another great dictator of our time. This <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay's benevolent. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think it makes sense. And Palpatine is nothing but, you know, he knows what he's doing. So you know he's pushing the right buttons here. Or his puppet. You know, has anyone said Snoke yet? No? That hasn't come no. up yet. No. No. I think they should really That's start still to, a character be... that to me needs a background. Like I still need, I still need some like documentation on that guy. Like what, where did he come from? Who, what, what DNA does he have in him? Cause there's all these, like, there were all these rumors on the internet, right? T Mitch. There was like, he was, he, it was Tarkin or it was a clone of Tarkin. Because there was a, there was sort of a, a resemblance, and his manner of speech was very similar to Grand Moff Tarkin. So there was all these like, I still want to get a little backstory on Snoke because there's a lot of questions I have, and and why was he so easily taken out? Easily, easily taken out if he was such a badass. They named it. They said it in the final movie. Remember, it was an imperfect clone of the emperor that he was controlling across the fucking unknown galaxy with his mind in which he can control a damn clone to then power the clone to control Kylo Ren. How would, how would that even but make sense? Hey, you tell me how that shit made sense, but he somehow made it, it works. J.J. Abrams made it make somehow. sense. J. J. Somehow. J.J. Abrams of Ryan Johnson found a way to make this all make sense. I think that would have been fine if no Pal with no Palpatine. That that would have been fine. But with Ooh, Palpatine, 
with Palpatine. Palpatine gets tricked. Now you're telling me Palpatine got tricked that easily by a Skywalker? Come on. After after for the third generation in a row. Yeah. Come on. You think he'd be a little bit more wary of the Skywalkers at this point? Yeah, they think we're stupid. Like we're just going <laughs> to accept that. Well, I, I don't know because I, I do recall certain people's view on this was damn near a masterclass. I'm not saying any names, but I believe I get I give it an eight and a half, and again, and, and I, I, but they abandoned all the interesting stuff that Ryan Johnson wanted to do, and if they would have committed fully to the story he was trying to tell and told this the next part of it. I think they, they would have had something, but they countermanded yeah. so many of the new ideas that it just ended up being a boondoggle. Like that whole, that whole time at the, at the casino planet boondoggle, just a total boot. Like, you know, what's the point of that? If you're trying to show me that there should be more democratization in Star Wars, there should be, but you shouldn't, you know, yank the carpet right out from under me in the first 10 seconds of the next movie it should take longer than that. You know, it's funny when we talk about this show and, and kind of tying the knit to these to this whole trilogy. Like it, it really makes me like look at episode eight as like its own movie. Like I kind of skipped from seven to nine to be honest. As we as the more I p- got pissed about this and we talked about how bad eight was, I'm just gonna leave episode eight as really like a Ryan jump, like a one off, and it really should be because we talked about it, right? These weren't written in succession they weren't even written together three different stories three different versions of what the force is how you can get the force like and then you know this series here this resistance series is supposed to be and i i'm guessing it was supposed to be like the fabric of i guess the the introduction of the resistance but it, it, this goes to beg the difference we talked about this all the time like what are we going to get like a bad guy story we don't hear about the sith enough we might get that in the acolyte but, like where's Where's the same. first order story? Like right. it doesn't have to be yeah. dark and like evil, but like just give us a story about the first order. Like give me a whole season focused on their eradicating that planet those kids are from. And then at the end you reveal it the galaxy doesn't even care. Like they don't care. It doesn't matter to them, even though they didn't even notice and they and when you tell them about it, they couldn't give a shit because they just don't want there to be any more war and they just don't they just don't want it. So they're just like passing to some shit that happened to them. I can under, I can understand. Okay, well, you pretty much had three Filoni series that that sort of start out in a kiddish type of setting with like Clone Wars, Rebels to a degree, and then this here. You know, um, since we're still under the Disney mandate and everything, I guess you're going to have that type of thing where if you start and if you want to count Bad Batch with um uh, with the with the kid clone and everything, maybe you can go that route too. But um with um with the Disney mandate trying to, to not have things be in a, in a dark type of setting, I can understand where, where, where that thing wouldn't happen as far as like a show, but that's the thing we want to actually see, you know? Um, I don't know if kids want to see that, but I know, you know, me as an, as an adult watching this tough oh, yeah. you know, content and everything, I want to see what's happening with the first order way more than I want to see what's happening with the resistance. We didn't see everything with the resistance and with the rebels and you know with the the um the um you know um uh the, the Anakin and everything you know what, what what they did and how they came to be and stuff. Um, well, we want well, we know what the, we know what the first order wants to do. We know what their objective eventually is. They want to bring back. We want, they want we, to well, bring we want back somehow. Yeah. Somehow. 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 So. They instead of building a Death Star, 
they took over a planet mm-hmm. and put the damn weapon in it mm-hmm. and made it absorb the power of the sun mm-hmm. or a star. Mm-hmm. That sounds very green and environmental to me. I mean, why, why create more waste? Why not just use the energy that's around you? So they built this star killer base and it absorbs the energy of stars that are already there. So it's solar powered. Yep, that's solar power. Super Elon Musk of them. Yeah, they must have the they must have the Tesla fucking solar chargers on the fucking panels of the which is probably who do you think is who do you think would be like there's nobody on earth that would be more likely to be working with the first order than that guy. So that well, makes that bro. makes so I, much sense. I told you this guy's Adrian from fucking Watchmen, like in real life. He truly strikes me as a person. It's not. A, that, it, it, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be a show. Not to get all that all the way off topic, but if he if he yeah. idolized Adrian Veed and just didn't get Watchmen, that would make like so much sense to me. I never would make so much stuff make sense. Like you know what I'm talking about, DP. Like if he read if he read that comic book and at the end of it he was just like, oh, almost got him, Adrian. <laughs> right, like hey, he's I, like, you I, know, I, if this guy just done more killing, his plan would have worked. Let, let, let me see. Let me see. I think I think I might have something for you. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can do it right quick. Let's see if this will. Uh, this. The first order spy. Oh come on! Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh no! Face, <laughs> like. Bullshit. Look at her. You see her face? She's a family. Really no, that was see. good, DP. <laughs> no, even her face in the movie was her like, yeah. Face, was was fucking like, oh, man. Like, are you serious, guy? Are you dead serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's like, see it again. She looks like, yo, what the fuck? This is the line reason? He really said that in the movie? Like, bro, it's so bad. Go to the intel from the First Order spy, and it confirms the worst. Somehow Palpatine returned. That is the worst. Look at this face, bro. Like, Carrie Fisher. Cannot see it. The Emperor is dead. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Like, I can't believe this. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Like, I cannot believe they fucking said this on the. She turned her head. Like, yo, what in the fuck? Are we, what are we delivering here? Like, Carrie Fisher is like. How did he deliver that line, though? <laughs> Bro, now that you play that video, like, and I'm not watching the movie, and you see, like, the actors and actresses' reactions, bro, that looked bad. They were like, yo, oh, why the fuck? Yeah, like, that was not good at all. <laughs> that was not good. Of course, I mean, they had to give the line to Oscar because no one no one could, no one in that cast no. but him could have done that. <laughs> they couldn't seriously deliver but, like, it. Could, like, they, could they, like, have thought about when they screened this, like, the reactions? Because, like, to see Carrie Fisher's, like, the eye roll was like, yo, like, the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that, that's from Rise, that's from Rise of Skywalker, obviously. So, yeah. like Carrie Fisher gave that performance post posthumously. <laughs> she they brought her back, even, brought her back death, after she passed she, away to roll had, her eyes at that line. Yeah, she, she even like, in yeah. death, she rolled her eyes at that line. She was like, oh, she is like, the fuck are we doing? Bro, he, 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 he delivered it like, I could not believe I'm about to say this line. Bro, somehow, did you see it like the way he like sighed, like as he read it? He was like, somehow, like, about the team returned. Yeah, he couldn't even believe you were saying this line. It was like the joke, like, bro, you got to read this in front of the class. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he 
deliver it like straight face. <laughs> Hold on, let's, let's do it one more time. One more time. One more time. Right, this guy, one like, more time. It's oh, so bad. How do we look at it like for just this? It's so bad. Decoded the intel from the first order spy, and it confirms. Look at his throat. He's having a hard time saying this. In return. He's you know what's funny? He couldn't even keep a straight face. If you watch it slow mo, he's about to laugh. It cannot be. The I think Rose is the only Looks line in that like movie. Cloning. Secret. Yeah, cloning. that probably is. He knows. Cloning. Yeah. No one ever <laughs> dies. What does cloning? Right. That yeah, guy, hey, came up with that, right? Oh man, I'm dead. I'm dead ass serious. I'm about to slow that down because it literally, when Oscar Isaac delivers that, it looks like when they before they cut the cam, he's about to like break character and laugh. Like they, for real, they, he likes, they, they had just delivered the line to him just before they started rolling the camera. Like that's they, what that's what uh, just happened. Based right. on, based They're on showing him on a car. record. Based on Disney's <laughs> track record, bro, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. We said we've heard this with Marvel projects. It would not surprise me if they literally delivered the line live. Like, hey man, like you know, on the football sideline, like deliver this shit, bro. Here's the I'm gonna put the teleprompter up for you. Like, read, read but this it's, shit. it's all spelled out like one of those, uh, like one of those picture picture puzzles. Oh, yeah, it's like, like yeah, he has it's to like figure it out. Camp, right? Palpatine returned somehow. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like. There's like a guy with like the Mike Jackson like thriller arms, and he has to like try to like put his Palpatine's arms. Like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, he's putting shit back together in his mind as he's living. It. Like, oh, okay, got him, got him. What was that game? Where you got to figure that shit out? Pictionary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pictionary on set and shit. That's crazy, man. Crazy I wonder how many. Wonder how many different versions of that they did. Like where they had different real explanations. Like where he's like where Isaac's like, like a. Yeah, he must have cloned him or something. And then they're like, no, every single time we try to explain this at all, it just gets worse. Yeah, so well, just say somehow he's back. Somehow, you know, that's it. We don't really know what happened, but he's back. <laughs> but when they said that, like, you know what I mean? And this this goes back to DP, you're a writer, right? And I know, like, you're not as critical as me. I find myself as more of a purist. I like to say what it is. Like, what in anybody's mind when they wrote that thought that that would be like a line to deliver? He's, somehow he's returned. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, that's the corniest, cheesy shit. Like, you couldn't explain it. That's really well, how would you rather get... have. What, what, what could they have said, though? How could they, they could have, have said it? It would have been, oh, we missed something. Maybe Palpatine like. Back. He might as well just say oops. Right? Somehow Palpatine it's, it's, it's pretty big oops. It's, it's a meta type of lane because the characters, of course, they don't know how he returned. So that's the way they will react. But the audience is just like, yeah, fucking right. You know, exactly. this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. That's exactly. like a very, that's and we're actually the 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 characters because they don't know how he returned. Exactly. I feel like if we were playing a D and D campaign, and like you know, the first Star Wars, the the original trilogy was like the first, the first thing we did. Then way, way later, like our dungeon master said, somehow Palpatine returned. We'd all be like, "Come on, you can't, like, you can't think up another thing for us to right. do." Right, right, right. right. It's like fucking summon. That's like summoning Palpatine Exodia, again, right? Fuck out like, I thought it was gonna be this other thing with this, with this weird deformed guy, but you just you killed him off, and I rolled that twenty. And then <laughs> now Palpatine's back. Yeah. We're doing the, the first one again. I mean, like, how original? That's like saying somebody's going to pull a Charizard out of a fucking starter pack of Pokemon cards. Not going to happen. Not getting a Charizard. Especially <laughs> that. You're not getting the foil Charizard, bro. Like, stop. You're not getting part Boardwalk. 
found out it was rigged. You, you're not getting it. So stop eating all the McDonald's. You're never getting Boardwalk. <laughs> I had about 10 park places, but I found out you were never getting Boardwalk. So Yeah, you're never, get, you're never getting both. Forget it. Listen, everybody knows the best properties in Real Monopoly are the orange ones. St. James, please. I was going to say St. James. Uh, what's that? Another New York? Yeah. Right next to Virginia Ave, the purples, yeah. You know, you know. You know, you know. And my and my siblings unfortunately did know, so that always made Monopoly games really terrible because we had, like we would never trade with each other. Oh, so they just keep going on and on. Yeah, you get that next corner in the Kentucky and shit, bro. If you got if you had that corner, your game was done. If you got the red <laughs> corner and the orange corner, it was over. I didn't give a shit about North Carolina, any of the yellows. Like you Atlantic. lost those green ones, and that's the worst deal in the whole game. Green, yeah, no value, and nobody ever fucking hit them, right? Nobody ever hit them. <laughs> Isn't that Ken? Do you have the Star Wars Monopoly set since we're on the topic? I I do, I do. I saw it the other day and literally thought about like, I wonder if Ken probably has fucking (laughs) ass. Of of course, I have Star Wars. It's the original trilogy. It's a special edition Monopoly. Of course, I have. No special editions in that one. Look at Tony's bin back there. Look at it. You know, it's just. It's I mean, he has Michael, Michael Myers, but Star Wars doesn't he is. Like, come and, on. Man. And Vegas, you know, Star Wars Vegas, you know. So. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, when are they going to make that, when they gonna make that stupid-ass uh, MGM Sphere of the Death Star? Like, let's just do it. Like, for real, they can just turn that shit on and make it the Death Star and be cool. Like, hopefully they do it for May, hopefully they do it for May 5th, if they're smart. I think Bono's still in charge of that. I, I think there is. I, I did see a picture of the sphere, and it was the Death Star. You serious? So, was it yeah. real? That would be cool yeah. if they did it. Yeah. But I mean, you, it, it's up for like a minute and a half, and then it changes to something else. But I did see a picture of it as the Death Star, so which which was pretty cool. I see the Miss Minute ones or whatever, like the little fucking orange smiley face, whatever the fuck it is. Oh really? Well, <laughs> Miss Minutes. How, hey, how fun did that age? Right. <laughs> That's it. Oh uh, yeah. And unfortunately, it looks like we won't be seeing him in Star Wars either as he went to part. So that's that as well. Maybe I'll we'll have to write a whole new story that has different yeah. people in it and Learn do other stuff somehow. <laughs> somehow. I mean, you know, maybe at least we don't have any four sensitives in the show yet, which is, you know, weird because when we talk about the show, this came out after the first one. Like when we talk about this, the, the, the troopers and stuff, this is at the point that we know that like, I figured we'd be seeing, and it's kind of like weird, but like more like enslaving of children, right? Because we saw it in The Force Awakens. They said that they were enslaving children to create force sensitive stormtroopers. So I figured we would have smarter stormtroopers, and like we would be seeing more of these planets, like like more like this extradition of children and force sensitives. That's what I was expecting to see in this, like. And, and I'll tell you series. what, these, these First Order stormtroopers are terrible. Like, they couldn't stun a they couldn't stun a rancor honestly <laughs> i mean they're shooting at kaz and kaz is just like avoiding their shots like they you know they weren't even yeah they weren't even on point i These swear there was a terrible. shot where he like saw the, he saw the stun thing coming and then went like this around it yeah and he like, went while it was in it. flight like it, matrix, that's man, come on now. he had a matrix on him neo speed must have took oh, the blue they must have took the blue pill 
Oh well, stormtroopers missing. That's you know, that's, that's part of Star Wars. That's just that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. My stormtroopers yeah. don't miss. <laughs> My stormtroopers train. They they understand their weapons and they understand how they work. These first order stormtroopers. Mm -mm. No. Terrible. Not Absolutely from strong terrible. Second Amendment planets. It's not a lot of day to day experience no. with the guns. No, Secondly, not. It's it, it's it is laughable that they gave weapons to these soldiers. Laughable. But they're hypnotized. They don't want to hit anything. So they're not. They're not actually gonna. So they're all in pain. Every single one of them. I don't know. I tell you, one somehow it works out. More Finn and Finn, well, Finn type stormtroopers um, in in this in this show or something. Especially if it's taking place in the same time period and everything. You know, they sort of started off with the, you know, okay, we actually see what a stormtrooper looks like. You know, up under the helmet. You know, let's let's get a little bit more of let's get a little bit more of the bad guy. You know, where 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 they're coming from exactly. I mean, Finn had to be some sort of an elite troop when you figure. I mean, he was one of like 30 dudes that Kylo Ren took on a right. landing. I mean, to yeah, be that close like to that guy, you got to be a high level guy, a high level, like in a high level unit at least. I mean, you would figure, and that's why, like, I wish they had like more. And we've seen on some of these shows, like the specialized, like, trooper outfits, like, we see the Death Troopers, the Jet Troopers, this, like, Imperial Red Trooper. Like, I just figured, like, yeah, flame troopers. Like, how about the, yeah, the, what did they say? That's another one you need to pull up, DP. What, does he have a, a jetpack on his? Do you remember what I'm talking about? When they we got jetpacks now? Yeah, like, come on, bro. The lines, stop it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Flying, yeah. That's a JJ. With, with, with Mandalorian, and uh, maybe that's him being pissed off because, you know, the bad robot deal didn't go through. Maybe he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> They, Speaking um, of, bro, I, I haven't heard much of him since that, bro. Since that debacle. Since I know what? he's been working on things since really like the Star Wars debacle. You were he really hasn't surfaced much since Episode Nine. Have you heard about him, JJ? Bro, he was like, yeah, he was drugged through the mud, and I mean, he's been quiet. Because we count those royalty checks. <laughs> I mean, that guy did Star Trek and Star Wars. There's no way to please both of those fan bases with the same stuff. It's all. just not yeah. possible to do. You shouldn't yeah. try to do it. I'm not part of the Star Trek fan base. I'm the first person to admit that. Uh, so maybe he just sort of stayed home uh, and done just I'm not Maybe. I don't know one character in the show. So I know Paul has Professor X. That's about it. You don't know anything? Any even the character names? Hell no, bro. I know, like no. I said, Patrick Stewart's Professor X looking, bro, with the seat. He's always sitting in the seat. Um, Cuz didn't want Cuz had his wife die in the pool. What was his name? Whoa. <laughs> I know he was a Star Trek guy, right? Shatner? He was somebody in it. Oh, Shatner. Hey man, yeah. DP and I were at a Comic Con Shatner was at. Wasn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. The Shatner yeah. lines. It was crazy how many people were in line for it. was like a thousand people every single time for William Shatner. Yeah, Shatner, oh, yeah. those are the guys. But I, as far as characters, yeah, bro, I have no clue. Well, wait, William Shatner, I mean, Captain Kirk predates most science fiction 
stories. Like he was basically the first cap starship captain that we saw. I mean, he's he's like the OG of. I mean, he's like I don't know. He's and was he force sensitive? Maybe. Yeah. Right. They're space communists. They definitely are atheists. They certainly don't have any time for mythology and magic and telekinesis bullshit with the Force in Star Trek. And that's why I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's it's almost like Star Trek tried to bring science fiction or space travel to reality. I mean, Gene, Gene Roddenberry used actual like known scientific facts in this in his stories that made everything plausible like it 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 was like almost workable like we could almost do it and yeah i'm not a big star trek fan but if there's nothing on with star wars on tv and there's like star trek i'll watch it because there's no chance in hell i'm doing that (laughs) (laughs) you you can skip the whole next generation and it doesn't have war then teammates is they do this v up bro they do this this is what we do in star wars like you know what when when team mitch team mitch when you act up we should just put a picture of a random star trek character up and you should have to describe their whole backstory to us just for yeah like a romulan yeah what's this guy's deal <laughs> oh, hey, who was that? Who was that dude with the fucking wrinkly forehead? Worf. Yeah, Worf. Oh. <laughs> and then, oh, bro, I, I do remember seeing Bro from Reading Rainbow with the skinny glasses. Jordy LaForge. Yeah, Joe. Oh, no, yeah, you, you can you can not you can just skip over Next Generation. See, bro, I don't even know. You want to skip Next Generation, generation man? Yeah, you can just skip it. Up. It's that's where everyone got like fuzzy with the whole thing. But watch the movies. The you guys made me watch them again, which <laughs> I had no problem watching Star Trek movies. If you is there like one movies, in this generation? Is there like a new one? What's the J.J. Abrams one with Chris? Yeah, Barton on and, uh, Paramount Plus. Carl yeah, Urban. Star Trek. Movie. There's was it called New Worlds or whatever? I, you know, I might have seen one of Strange these. Worlds. Strange Worlds. Strange New Worlds is the third one, but re- there's just regular Star Trek Into Darkness and then oh. Strange New Worlds. Zachary yeah. Quinto, Pittsburgh Zone, plays Spock. Mm-hmm. Strange World is not bad because it uh, it's before it's Pike. It talks about Captain Pike bef- as as Captain Kirk is moving up. Uh, it taught it it sort of it's the it's the pre-Star Trek story. I think I remember I did see one of these ones. Star Trek Beyond, I think I've seen years ago. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm pretty sure I watched that one. That's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. As you see, I don't remember shit about it. So, yeah. it, is what it is. I mean, they've got great starships, and the, and the, and the fight yeah. scenes are good. And, I, mean, I think you should just watch Star Trek 4. I mean, that's the only one. T Mitch, that's the what only one you should watch. That's the only Star information Trek you should 4. even get about Star Trek. Star Trek 4. What's this? How, when's it from like 86 or some shit? It's like, yeah, it's like 86, 87. Um, it's all bro, about... I, don't even, I don't even have a player to play that. Oh, show. that's with the whales where they come to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you should watch that one. This shit's probably in like like beta or something. There's probably not even a disc. Yeah, you should watch, watch it on beta. Yeah, right. for sure. 
There's a scene where there's a scene where like it's actually really it's actually really prescient and funny in retrospect. There's a scene where Mr. Scott has to go do, do some computer work. Uh, he's trying like he tries to talk to the computer a bunch, and they say to use computer? the mouse. And he picks up the mouse and goes computer like that. And then they're like, oh, it's a keyboard. And he's like, oh, okay. And he types real fast. And that was just. And now I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, keyboard and mouse interfaces are probably on their way out now. You figure with the new AI, I'll just tell it what to do. So maybe that's just such a short term thing. So, but you wouldn't have thought that in 1987, and that was the opposite of the joke. <laughs> Tim, Mitch, oh, what is this guy's deal? Yeah, bro, I had no clue. Like, I mean, well, can we get a better. We need a better. We get a better makeup artist. That's Spock's dad, <laughs> Mister. That's Mister Spock to you, Ken. Spock's dad. That's his dad. dad. Sorry, uh, I won't be watching this shit. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> This looks wait, corny as hell. I'm just being. Wait honest. till you see how weird these aliens' ears are. This shit looks corny, man. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, nah. Crazy. But uh, just wrapping things up this week, since we had our, we gave the Star Trekkies, the Trekkies, whatever you want to call them, the losers, their shine, their ten minutes of fame. Um, <laughs> um, moving forward, next week, um, where do we, where do we want to split this at? Do we want to go nine to? Because there's only 20, what, 9 to 15, 9 to 14? Because the ending is too far. Maybe we can finish it since everyone's kind of lackluster on the four episodes. No, let's just split. I mean, 9 to to 15 and then 15 to 21. So six six episodes this time? Cool. And six next? That sounds sounds good. Yeah, that sounds cool. cool. Well, good stuff, guys. And um, until next week, if you guys don't remember i want everybody to have a happy new year uh and we'll be kicking off 2024 with uh part three of season one so until next year happy new year and this is the way this is the way